Good morning. What a great way to begin our worship time this morning. Our God is an awesome God, amen? amen? And if you just will continue to lift your voice and praise and worship like you did on that first song, our singing will be incredible this morning. Kyle, thank you for getting us started with a great song. This morning as we continue in our Believe series, we will study about faithfulness, about how God is always faithful to us as his children and how in return he wants us to live faithful lives before him every day. And so uh, we're glad that you're here. I know we have some that are visiting with us and we want you to know how honored we are that you are our guest today. In the pew in front of you, you'll find a card. We would like for members and guests to fill that out. On Wednesday nights, we have a meal that we call Simple Supper, and if you'd like to be a part of that time together, if you'll indicate that on your card. And also, this Wednesday, we have new classes that are starting up, and so if you're not currently attending on Wednesday nights, this week would be a great time to start. Brand new classes, we would love to see you. And I don't know about you, but Wednesdays, the middle of the week, it's always good to come together and to see brothers and sisters in Christ and to be encouraged. Amen? And so uh, we pray that you'll be encouraged by that, and uh, you can take a look at those out on the Welcome Center this morning uh, as you leave. We have a lot of, uh, that have been sick, and Richard Peets is doing our shepherd's prayer, and he'll go over all those that have been sick uh, at the end of our service, and so we want to be sure and pray for all of those. Some have had surgery, some are going through loss in their life and in their family, and so just a lot going on, and so we just want to keep all that in our prayers. I want to remind you every week, if you would, just read through our bulletin, uh, especially on the prayer list and also on the family news. Uh, Ladies' Day, let me highlight that one. That's coming up on March 25th. Time will be from 9 o'clock until 1.30. If you've not signed up, uh, please do that on the ladies' bulletin board uh, this morning so we can start having uh, accurate counts for food and all of that. And so we encourage you ladies to be here for that and to invite uh, another lady to be with you from our community. Uh, If you have not already sent that invitation out, please do that. In your Bibles, turn to Psalm 36. Psalm 36, I want you to find verse 5. Psalm 36, verse 5, I'll read this and then Kyle will continue to lead us in our worship. Your love, O Lord, reaches to the heavens, your faithfulness to the skies, your righteousness is like the mighty mountains, your justice like the great deep. O Lord, you preserve both man and and beast, how priceless is your unfailing love, both high and low among men find refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the abundance of your house. You give them drink from your river of delights, for with you is the fountain of life, and in your light we see light. We praise God for his word, we praise God for the faithfulness that he has shown to us from the beginning of time. Let's continue to lift our voice in praise and worship to God. Oh, oh, 
I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the people. For great is your love, reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love, reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Our God is mighty to save. Everyone needs compassion, a love that's never failing. Let mercy fall on me. Everyone needs forgiveness, the kindness of a Savior, the hope of nations. Savior, he can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save forever, author of salvation. He rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. So take me as you find me, all my fears and failures. Fill my life again. I give my life to follow everything I believe in. Now I surrender. Savior, he can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save forever. Author of salvation, he rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Shine your light and let the whole world see. We're singing for the glory of the risen King. Jesus, shine your light and let the whole world see. We're singing for the glory of the risen King. Savior, he can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save. He is mighty to save. 
conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Oh, Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds thy hands have made, I see the sun. I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to me, how great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. And when I think that God his Son not sparing, Scarce can take it in that on the cross my burden gladly bearing, he bled and died to take away my sin. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how Heavenly Father, we thank you so much just for the opportunity to be a free people that can come together and worship you on this glorious morning, Father. We pray right now that you would open our hard hearts and soften them and let us hear the message which will be brought to us this morning. <clears throat> Father, a message that will hopefully sink into our hearts and that we will take and apply in our walk with you every day. Father, we ask you just to watch over us as we hear this message, to let us truly search for the meaning that it can have in our lives and the interactions that we have with people so that your kingdom may be furthered, Father. We pray right now that you would watch over us and keep us safe as we do that, to give us the integrity to do the right thing when no one's watching, to be a light in such a dark world in a time where only you can come in and provide the healing and growth that we need, not just as a nation, but as a world, Father. We pray right now that you would watch over us as we strive every day to be the example that you call us to be. 
we thank you so much for the sacrifice that was laid so freely on the altar for us, for our grace, Father. We thank you for that, and we hope that we can do something that would show you that we are truly appreciative of that, Father. May we do the things that would bring people closer to Christ and not drive them away. Just guide, guard, and direct us, Father. We thank you so much for your son. It's in his name we pray. Amen. All people that on earth do dwell, sing to the Lord with cheerful voice, him serve with fear, his praise foretell. Come ye Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous things. His right hand and his holy arm have worked salvation for him. The Lord has made his salvation known and revealed his righteousness to the nations. He has remembered his love and his faithfulness in the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. prepare this morning to share in communion together we're going to sing how deep the father's love for us just like to read a couple of the lines from this song contemplate on as we sing it it was my sin that held him there until it was accomplished his dying breath has brought me life I know that it is finished why should I gain from his reward I cannot give an answer but this I know with all my heart his wounds have paid my ransom. Beginning with the ladies. How deep the Father's love for us.
There's a very short scripture over in the book of John. Chapter 14 and verse 15. Jesus says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. We in Texas might alter that verse to say, if you love me, you'll do what I tell you to do. Luke 22, verse 19, when Paul is recording the night that Jesus established the Lord's Supper, Jesus said, you do this in remembrance of me. Hopefully that's what each of us have assembled this morning to do to remember the sacrifice of Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Beautiful song selection about the love of God. If one would read the fourth chapter of Revelation, which we will not do this morning, you'd see the beauty of God and of the surrounding area that God exists in. Listen to what the Philippian writer said in chapter beginning in verse 5. Have this attitude in yourselves which was also in Christ Jesus who although he existed in the form of God did not regard equality of God a thing to be grasped but emptied himself taking on the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men and being found in the appearance as a man, humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, 
even death on a cross. Brethren, the, I suggest for your consideration that we couldn't even celebrate this Lord's Supper this morning unless God loved us and unless Christ died for us. And to shorten my comments, I will direct our minds to the second chapter of Peter. First Peter. The results of God's love, the results of Christ's sacrifice made us a holy nation, a royal priesthood, a people of God. So as we enter into this Lord's Supper, let's do so with thankfulness in our hearts, in our minds, thanking God for his love, thanking God for his, thanking Christ for his sacrifice. Father, thank you for allowing your son Jesus Thank you for giving your son Jesus as a sacrifice on our behalf. As we partake of this loaf, which represents that body, may we do so in a manner pleasing and acceptable in your sight. For we pray in his name. Amen.
one other command that we find from Jesus. Matthew chapter 10, verse 32. Everyone, therefore, who shall confess me before men, I will also confess him before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever shall deny me before men, I will also deny him before my Father who is in heaven. There are several commands that Jesus gives that are scattered throughout the scriptures. And we're participating in one this morning as we remember his sacrifice. Father, thank you again for the sacrifice of the Lamb of God, your Son and our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Thank you for the shedding of his blood that cleanses us of our sins, that allows us to be a chosen people, a royal priesthood, Thank you for that privilege of being a member of the church. Thank you for allowing him to die for us. In his name that we pray, amen. Another profound statement that Jesus made 
found in John chapter 14, verse 6. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. We have an opportunity to fulfill another commandment this morning found in the scripture, and that is an opportunity to give as we have been blessed. And having concluded the Lord's Supper, we'll take that opportunity to do so at this time. Father, thank you for the blessings of life, everything that you do for us and give unto us. Thank you for teaching us through your word that we can return a portion of our blessings that you've blessed us with under you. We do so at this time with cheerful hearts. Thank you, Father, for all that you have done. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. sheep and the Lord is my shepherd, watching over my soul, my soul to keep guarding over me ever, watching wherever I go. And when the winds blow, he my shelter, and when I'm lost and alone, he rescues me, and when the lion comes, he is my victory, constantly watching over me, he is constantly watching over me. We are his children, and he is our father, watching over our soul. Great is his love for his sons and his daughters, watching wherever we go. And when the winds blow, he my shelter, and when I'm lost and alone, he rescues me, and when the lion comes, he is my victory, constantly watching over me, he is constantly watching over me. This time we'll invite children ages 2 through kindergarten to make their way to the back for the children's uh, sermon time. And uh, for Patrick's lesson this morning, we're going to sing Faithful Love. Let's all stand and sing that together, please. <coughs> Faithful love flowing down from the thorn-covered ground makes me whole, faith my soul. 
is whiter than snow. Faithful love calms each fear, reaches down, dries each tear, holds my hand when I can't stand on my own. is his name. Faithful love is a friend just when hope seems to win. Welcome face, sweet embrace, tender touch filled with grace. Faithful love, endless power, living flame, Spirit's fire burning bright in the night, guiding my way. Faithful love from above came to earth to show the Father's love, and I'll is his name. Amen. You may be seated, church. Thank you, Kyle. I want you to think about that song that we just sung, Faithful Love. And I want you to think about every day of your life has been lived knowing that the very one who created you and the very one who breathed life into you and the very one who gave up his son for all of us, for all the world, he has always been faithful, hasn't he? And what a beautiful message in that song that one day we will see faithful love face to face in the form of Jesus. I don't know about you, but it just doesn't get any better than that, does it? That the very one and his son who enables us to live life here on this earth, that one day our reward will come when we are able to see him face to face. And knowing that should make life right now worth living. It should make life right now, even with the ups and downs and the, the peaks and the valleys and everything in between, knowing that we're going to see Jesus one day face to face 
should make life right now worth living to his highest and to the full. And so, knowing the story of the Bible is one thing. But taking that into your heart and believing that and acting on it is altogether something different, isn't it? And if you take from Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, all the way to Revelation 22, verse 21, here's the bottom line that you're going to see in the whole story of Scripture. And that is, God has always been faithful to His people. Always. And even in the stories that you've read where people in God's history have not been faithful to Him, God never gave up, did He? And He never gives up on us. And so we're going through this series called Believe. And all of these themes that we're pulling out of Scripture are helping us to think and to act and become more like Jesus in all areas of our life. And so as we begin this morning, I want you to look at the screen or on your tablet or Bibles or whatever you want to do. I want to I put two scriptures in your mind and then I'm going to give you two quotes from everyday authors. The first scripture is Proverbs chapter 3 beginning in verse 3. It says, let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck, write them on the tablet of your heart, then you will win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. Love and faithfulness says, let, let that never leave you. And then in Galatians chapter 5, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. And since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. And then Bill Bright, an author, says this. says, God has placed in our trust a measure of time, a unique set of talents, the two that we have talked about over the last two weeks, and sufficient resources to carry out His will for each of our lives. And then he says, Our task as faithful stewards is to manage those blessings in order to bring the maximum glory to His name. And then another author that I like, Warren Wiersbe, says this, says the church is always one generation short of extinction. If our generation fails to guard the truth and entrust it to our children, then that will be the end. But when you think of the saints and the martyrs who suffered and died so that we might have God's truth, it makes you want to take your place in God's army and be faithful unto death. I really, really love that quote. And you go back and you look at Hebrews chapter 11, and we're going to uh, our Sunday night group tonight, we're going to be going through Hebrews 11 and really see. So this is what faith is, and here's what you do when you have that faith. And so if you want to come back tonight as we work through Hebrews 11, I invite you to do that. But here's the idea of faithfulness 
carries the same meaning as our word faith, and it carries this idea of having a conviction about something. It has to do with what you believe. It's this conviction based on the sufficiency of the evidence. I want you to find Hebrews 11 in your Bibles. Hebrews 11. And I want you to find verse 1 because this conviction leads us to some sort of action. And so the Hebrew writer says it like this in Hebrew cha Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. And then down in verse 6 it says, And without faith it is impossible to please God. And so this assurance is based on the belief in the resurrection. It's not just based on something that we make up in our minds. And so we're being faithful to a calling that started years ago from the creation of time. And folks, listen, if God can be faithful to everything that he created, can he not remain faithful to us as his children? The answer to that is absolutely. But I think what we struggle with is not the idea that God is being faithful to us, but what we struggle with day in and day out Will I be faithful to God? Not just in a part of my life, but in every area of our life. You see, sometimes we treat our life like we are reading the newspaper. And when you go through the newspaper, you have the general news, you have the comics, you have the sports, you have business, you have lifetime, you have all these sections and all these areas. And what do you typically do? When you get the newspaper or you read it online or whatever you do, you typically go to the section that you enjoy reading the most. And men, that would be sports, right? Let's just face it, that's what we do. We go to all of those sections. Sometimes we treat our own life that way, don't we? Only to realize that our life is not based on sections or based on areas our life is based on the fact that God breathed life into us, He's been faithful to us, and in return what He wants from us is to be faithful to Him until death. And so Christianity is not just a part of my life, it is a way of life. It's not just a section of my life, it is a way of life every day. You think about it. Why is this a characteristic of those who walk by the Spirit? Because faithfulness is a characteristic of God. He is the one that ordained it. He is the one that set it into motion. I want to give you some examples of this. And so you think about the people of Israel. And you think about how they knew God to be faithful in all of their dealings with them. And so let me just give you some examples about uh, the people of Israel. When Abraham decided to help God on his promise of blessing the world through one of his heirs by having a child with Hagar, remember God gave him the child Isaac when he was at the century mark. 
And then when some brothers were unfaithful to their youngest sibling and ended up selling him off into slavery, God used that event to place Joseph in the high rank in Egypt so he could save the Hebrew people. And then when God's people murmured and complained in the wilderness, he was faithful in leading them to the promised land. But all they could do is come back and murmur and complain about how good they used to have it, to which I've always thought, then go back. Only to realize when you go back to yesterday, when you go back to how good you thought you had it 10 years ago, then you stop to think, oh wow, look at how God has been faithful to me during all of that time, even right now in my life. God is always faithful even when we can't see it. God is always faithful even when we can't believe it. And what faith says is even though I can't see it and even though I can't know what's going to happen 10 years from my life in the future from right now, I know that if I put my place of trust and faith with God, He will be faithful to me to the end. And so when only two spies thought that God was powerful enough to help them take the promised land, he took care of them in the wilderness while their faith grew. Have we had those wilderness moments, church? Have you had those wilderness moments where you searched and where you questioned and where you may even have doubted the hand of God, but only to realize God was faithful to you through all of that, wasn't he? God never stopped giving up on you as his children because he knows this that if he will just be faithful to us every day that sooner or later as his children we will wake up and realize that all these other things that we try to think that will bring us happiness we always find ourselves coming back to God don't we only to realize that when you come back to God, we think, man, why did I forsake him in the first place? Why did I wander away in the first place? You know why? Because just like the children of Israel, we're no different. We are stubborn, and we want our way. And a lot of times we think our way is better than God's way, only to realize in the end, oh, it's really not. And look at how God has remained faithful to me even when I wasn't faithful to him. And you see that all throughout the story of the children of Israel. Then you have Samson revealing his secrets to Delilah and God renewing his strength and helping him defeat the Philistines. And then when his people forgot his word, he waited for them to turn back to him. And then when the children of Israel were taken into captivity, he kept loving them and he brought them back home to their promised land. God was always faithful to Israel. And from time to time, they would remember his faithfulness and his promises to them through the stories that they would tell and even through the Psalms. But even though God was faithful to them, they were not always faithful to him. And the history of the children of Israel is really no different than the history of God's people right now. 
there's this never-ending cycle of being unfaithful to God and then after discipline becoming faithful for a time only to start that cycle all over again. And when will we ever realize, just get off the merry-go-round and get onto God's plan. Because the merry-go-round of life will just continue to go around and around and around. And sometimes we jump off of it and we play around and we think, oh, this is it, this is the answer. And we get back on the merry-go-round and we find ourselves going through those cycles over and over again. When will we ever realize when you get on the cycle with God, it'll always be good. It'll always be fruitful. It's never going to be perfect but it will be in such a way that it brings a blessing to your life. And so I want you to think about your life for a moment. And if you could do a timeline of your life, even with things that are not perfect in your life, can you go back and mark down the fact that God has been faithful to you? And can you go down and mark down the fact of, here has, here's how God has carried me through these things. Here has how God has led me through these tough times. Only to realize that one day we will see what faithful love is all about when we see Jesus face to face. And so it's no surprise that when he's faithfully fulfilled his greatest promise and a son was born to Mary and Joseph, Jesus was faithful. When Herod wanted to end the salvation story, when Jesus was two years old, God kept him safe in Egypt. And when his hometown people tried to push him over a cliff, Jesus didn't quit. And when his family said he was out of his mind, he loved him anyway. And then when all these accusations were made against him that he was blaspheming God, he was faithful in his love to his father. And when his friends misunderstood his teachings, here's one of my favorites, he loved them until they understood. Does he not do the same with us, church? Does he not continue to love us even though we don't get it? Does he not continue to love us even though we don't always understand it and even though we don't always follow it out his way? He is faithful. And because he is faithful, in return, what he wants us to do as a way of life is to live faithfully with him. When Peter called him the Christ and then denied him by fire, well, Peter had his guts, didn't he? Don't be too hard on Peter, because we're a lot like him. We praise him on Sundays and maybe Wednesdays. And sometimes during the rest of the week, do we deny him? I'm not saying you do, but we struggle with that, don't we? It's easy to praise God on Sunday morning. Right, church? It's altogether something different when you wake up in the morning and think, oh my goodness, here it is, a new week. wonder what's going to come my way. Rather than looking at it that way, let's look at it as here's another day, another blessing from God. 
let's see how God will use me in his story today. And then we get to start that all over again, day after day after day. But through it all, he's faithful to us, isn't he? And then when he was spit upon and slapped around and scourged, he was faithful to his calling. And when the soldier's hands drove spikes into his, just think about that for a moment. That's what he went through for you. And he was faithful on the cross because he wasn't thinking of himself he had you in mind. And he knew there's not another way to escape this. Had to go through it. Even asked his father, is there another way? If not, your will be done. And he went through with it. Aren't you glad he endured the cross? To which I would say, if he can endure the cross, surely you can endure you fill in the blank this morning. He can endure the cross for you. You can endure whatever. You know why? Because he's faithful. And he'll never leave you or forsake you. What areas in your life right now? And this is soul search. This is a time where you have to think about your own walk. But what areas of your life are you just not being very faithful to God? He knows. So the good thing is just to go ahead and get it out there with him, right? Confess that. He's never called you to be perfect. Praise God for that, right? He's just called us to be faithful. And when you stop and think about it, what difference does that make in the way that we live our life? Well, two things. Number one, we're going to be faithful to God. And number two, we're going to be faithful to other people. And so... Our commitment to faithfulness leads us to love our neighbors and our enemies more and more. Do we have enemies in this room? Maybe not in this room, but we all have enemies, right? Sad to say, but we do. So what does Jesus say do about your enemies? Love them and ouch, pray for them. In other words, they may not have been faithful to you. Be faithful to them by loving them and praying. It's not easy, but it's right. And the good news is we don't have to be perfect all by ourselves. But faithfulness is a fruit of the Spirit. And God will give you and I faithfulness every day. And so the challenge that we face is just let's walk closely with God. Let's walk hand in hand with God. That's what I love about the song, My God and I. It's really a story. It's a story about how you and God 
live life together. And how do you do that? Not separate and apart, but hand in hand. Beautiful song. Beautiful message. Will you live that out with him daily? Knowing that as we do, this fruit naturally grows within us, and because of that, God will give us, what does Proverbs say? Favor and a good name. So there is a reward for being faithful. And knowing that, and knowing that you will meet that reward and see that reward and experience that makes life right now worth living. Right? And so I want you to think about these things this morning. Kyle's going to stand and lead us in a song, Be With Me, Lord. It's a prayer. It's a prayer that we need to pray every day. God, be with us. Be with us, Lord. Be with us as we strive to be faithful to you. Be faithful. May we be faithful in all areas of our life, Lord. So we're going to sing that prayer this morning. But if it's something that you need to come down and have prayers from different leaders in this church, we want to do that. Maybe, maybe you're here and you've never put on Christ in baptism. So your sins can be forgiven and you can receive that gift of the Holy Spirit and live a brand new life. What a great way to start. And so as we, sing, as we stand to sing, we'll be here to help you in any way. And we want to do that for you this morning, right now, when you come.